Well, Brent is gay, and Kaylin's gay, gay, and Clark is gay, gay and Ryan's gay, gay, and Adam's gay. gay. It's Homo Superior. Issue 111. 111. Is that Ooh. significant for any reason? No. no. Yeah, you usually get uh, silver. It's <laughs> binary for mm. 13. Is that really? Oh, and that's the the second spookiest series of numbers after 666. Yeah, and it's. What is 666 in binary? I there's <laughs> that doesn't exist. Yeah, I know. No, oh, but if you turn you, it into yeah. yeah, I don't. I couldn't do that backwards. Oh. No. In what the Ro- fuck does that mean? In Roman <laughs> times, it would be episode three. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could bore everyone by explaining don't. how binary works. No, yes. we have an yes. entire podcast this, for you to bore. Do us. it. This is why Cipher and you are terrible at parties. Yeah. What did you just? No, say? Cipher's oh, pretty Cypher. good. Yeah. Cipher's pretty good. Ow. <laughs> oh yeah, he can't speak any language. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the first issue of X Men so came out. Adam, unplug him. Um, the first issue of X-Men came out. It is the beginning of the Dawn of X. Uh, we are now starting the regular titles. Ryan Kroll, what did you think? I loved it. Do I keep thinking of Dawn of X as like a drag queen name. For Dawn of X, yeah. Because we say it. Like do you know Donna? Uh, Donna X. Kaylin says it all the time. Dawn of X. Uh, Adam, That's a good drag name. Adam, do you want to give us a quick recap of what happened? <laughs> I, I, sure just asked, I literally asked Ryan Kroll to do it. But. Oh, well, uh, let's he said, do it together. You, you said, what do you think? And I answered. Okay, oh, wait. Good. Let's yeah. try and mind meld okay. and see if we have the same. Oh, seems stupid. All right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn. Storm, Cyclops, <laughs> Magneto, and Polaris go, go on a mission to take down, down an Orcus station. You know, I've always this had these two good. share a brain, <laughs> and it's true. <laughs> they Just one. Just rescue the, the captured mutants. mutants. Yeah, that's right. And, and one, one of the children, children of the, the vault. vault. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Um, they, they go, they go, go back, back to Kurakoa and Magneto, Magneto acts, acts like, like a celebrity, celebrity as he, he does. Diva, if the cuckoos were annoying as <laughs> shit, that's what this would be. Uh, I'm glad to see we're getting back to our roots. <laughs> <laughs> you two, you two are didn't like, we, oh, yeah, we used to do this. You, a lot, you didn't two we? are like the the gold and silver kid who they cap they rescue from the mutant thing. Yeah, where Doctor they Ra- definitely speak in unison. Yeah, uh, do- uh, like Storm is like Doctor Ray's. I don't know what to do with them. Okay, you guys let's handle let's it. just let's try to fill in each other's. Okay, yeah, okay. So you say a word and then I'll say one. Let's after. try to fill in yeah, each yeah, other's yeah, 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 sandwiches. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Cyclops gathers all his family. At his new moon base. Whoa. Home. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. Wow. That was incredible. Uh, do you Listener, wanna... just turn us off now. <laughs> now. There's so many better podcasts. We were doing you could listen to be listening to nothing, yeah. and it'd be better. Our number of views are up. <laughs> we, we were like, we had a beginning, and then this. Yeah. That was our Dawn of X. Now this is our Exodus. One and of you finish it. Yeah. You add. I will execute the other one. Director <laughs> <laughs> uh, Devo chats with Dr. Gregor and he reveals she's going to resurrect her dead husband. That's what I was going to say. Wow. What Thanks, am Clark. I now? <laughs> I think you two are just really upset because you're I not wanted it on to be done. Level. Yeah. Okay. So it was a mercy sentence. Yeah. <laughs> So this uh, was a departure from Hawks and Pox, obviously. That right. was a big grand event. This is very much on a human level. It's all about interpersonal relationships. Yep. 
and it's kind of mission-based now. It's very mission-based. Uh, it's definitely, um, I feel like it's an offshoot of uh, Cyclops' team yep. uh, disabling Mother Mold because they uh, go back to that plot line with Orcus. Uh, you've got his um, Cyclops' team. He's got Storm on there. He's got Magneto on there. He's got Polaris on there. I'm sure I'm missing some other people. You're really just There's a shitload really of people yeah. in front of it, but Vulcan, yeah. Is yeah, so... Um, I mean, the mission itself was fine. Um, it's interesting that they found a post-human, which is uh, okay. something that we haven't seen in this lifetime of Moira. We've seen a post-humans in the sixth life. I'll of shut Moira. you up right now. So yeah, they said that they said, "Isn't they? Aren't they from the vault?" So I was taking that as children of the yeah, vault. Yeah, children, children of the vault from the Mike Carey run. I uh, love it. So I mean, much. it looks like kind of a fucked up version of Seraphina. So it I does look that. like one of them, Seraphina. I was wondering what the you only guys one thought. that was really fully. Like an actual character. Can yeah. y'all describe any of that to people like me and Brent who have no fucking idea what you're talking about? Yeah, the vault was basically created. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a run in the mid 2000s of uh, a very X-Men. good run. It's really good. It's uh, Rogue had her team of like renegades, like Sabretooth was on it. Lady Mastermind was on it. Uh, um, the Omega Sentinel was on it, oh, if wow. I recall correctly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they fought these sort of post-mutant, post-human beings called the Children of the Vault. Yeah, uh, It's been a few years since I've reread it. So like I the don't... whole society was like aged in basically a vault. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they were trapped there and they they made it very a big distinction that these were not mutants. They evolved in a different way. Where did they... So what, how did they get in the vault? There's like the door. I mean like where did they come from? It doesn't matter. Really? The backstory is a little confusing and there's not Well, much. I do think it's going to be it's going to be related back to uh genetic engineering. Yeah. Because the post humans in the sixth life of Moira were all about like the what are they called? The Homo Nuovus or yes. whatever they were called. Nova Scotia. Yeah. Yeah. Um they all they weren't uh they didn't evolve naturally. They okay. it was gen- genetically modified. Right. So just think of these people as being genetically modified. Okay. That's all you need to know for Fair right enough. now. In a vault with a door that you get into yeah so um so they have the mission uh they all kind of play a little part uh polaris is there which i was kind of sh- shocked about she got a lot of play in there. She she did. you must have been really happy clark yeah they're all very overpowered and i enjoy it i want like her and cyclops to do up. things yeah it's um, they're all gonna be doing things this yeah. is gonna be a giant orgy y'all it does seem very like for some i mean obviously we're, it's, we're building our own fantasy of the four of them it's not party. a fantasy it's no, like a fucking statement but it's of just fact. really funny because i was like this book is even more queer when it's not an allegory w- to racism and homophobia yeah. <laughs> i want i know <laughs> like, I, like, I, it's I, just everyone fucking it's pansexual so. <laughs> right. i i, I want to get into that when we look at the infographic of the summer's house uh but um what I did love is how all the mutants, like after they rescue them and they take them to Krakoa, are obsessed with Magneto. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. Just Which obsessed. He loves so much. Oh, yeah. He's been dying for this. It's uh, been almost one utopia since this has happened. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I think is weak? And it started out with, I do not think he's got a good voice for Storm. Yeah, I, I agree. agree. With you. I was going to say, yes. the dialogue Seems I like the dialogue not, for everybody else. For Storm, it's like I thought a the dialogue in the first half was worse than in the second half because yeah. Cyclops and Storm sounded like the same exact person. I can and see they that. Just, yes. like, and that's what Cyclops should hear. It's just Storm should so be so many. Yeah, she's talking like ever since this entire run, she's talking a lot more, which is great because she didn't talk for shit in Guggenheim's. Yeah. But like, 
you're exactly right. Where I'm like, this isn't the storm that I fell in love with. I like the character, but they all just seem very aggressive. Did you want him to throw super aggressive yeah. and like crazy? Well, like she's drunk res- the Kool Aid more than anybody even else. When they resurrected everybody, and she was like, "What is your name?" Like it was yeah. all these like. I was it like, was. This is I'd be intense. fine if she was just like abnormally aggressive because they did really try and point out how exhausted she was. Yeah, but the fact that it was like just complete exposition for her and for Cyclops to me felt very stilted and weird. I will say this one panel though, after they've done the rescue mission and they're back on Krakoa where she goes, I'm tired of fighting Scott, but I'll never be tired of lifting up her own. This is rain in the desert. It's life where there was none is yeah. very storm. I like that it's line. Just all the other stuff was fucked well, up. And just to be, sh- just to be sure. Cause I didn't read the w- part of the Avengers versus X-Men where like she was kind of team leader, right? Was that like her character then where she was like, fighting the good fight because it seems like that would have been a natural i mean i i do think it's been that uh, yeah i agree that like her voice is a little bit off but i don't think it's so off that yeah. it's completely mischaracterized yeah uh i mean this is a storm that i've definitely seen before but the dialogue was uh, just a touch weak so, i think of the first part of the book so they uh a lot of people have been mad because that everyone was so super on board for this that they all were just like yes uh, I mean, the only one that's really sort of doubted it so far is Polaris. Yeah, mm-hmm. which good on her. She said that multiple times yeah. though in previous yeah. ones. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I always took Storm as more of a rebellious sort of like character, like refusing to let Cyclops just come back to the team and like fighting him. Like I, I don't. I'm know. just like give good old bipolar disorder makes you not like to drink this fucking. <laughs> but that could guess, that yeah. could also be a feature, not a bug, because they're right. they've been quote unquote resurrected. Um, yeah. And so they could be like their brains could be or the memories could be modified by. So Charles her bipolar Xavier. disorder causes it to not function properly. I don't isn't know. That, isn't that how Honestly. Age of X Man works? Or, or maybe maybe <laughs> she's one of those people who that can't. is true. Who cannot be made to believe like she is the kind of person that no matter what incarnation you have of her, she is never going to, f- you know, drink the Kool-Aid uh, or like she's really all, believe no, but she's really good at being brainwashed. She was brainwashed for like <sighs> all years and years and years. But did you hate those by... stories like malice? Like malice I, no, I like because she was so crazy. Well, that was that was definitely uh, a feature of Claremont's run. He loved oh, yeah. the mind control stuff. It was a little I, creepy. But. I would like to point out that I've never read a book with Vulcan in it, and I really like Vulcan. He, this okay. is a totally this different is Vulcan. Not Vulcan. This is not Vulcan. We've never at all. met I was gonna this say, what This the is the fuck? most charming Vulcan yeah, ever. Do you, mean, do you mean the one who is like bringing back chicks to bang? Yeah, I love the fact the that he's brought yeah. way too so many. So crazy. Yeah. Home. yeah, total like thought. Vulcan is it's, wonderful, and it's thought crazy. Vulcan that's making steak and fucking with Wolverine is yeah. great. I'm, I'm Their dialogue together it. was great. Um, I love that scene the, so much. It's it's a weird characterization, but it's so good. The interaction is so good that I will excuse it. But it is we've never seen him uh, like that. Okay, he's literally always been at odds with the X Men, <laughs> and he's been he's the been emperor a monster, of the Shi'ar yeah. yes. Empire. Oh my god, really? Well, oh, yeah, yeah, he, he like, killed his father, and then he killed. Um, Lalandra's father, brother. Oh, Dekan. so he could take over the and throne. Then he married yeah. Deathbird. He, yeah, he right? he did things with Deathbird. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna like right, isn't that? No, they're, oh, not, no. Related. they're not related. They're not related He's at all. Summers. He's a Summers brother. Oh uh, no! So, oh yeah, you're right. Sorry. Can uh, we can we talk a little bit about the art? Uh, and in particular, how good it is overall, except when you have the extreme close-ups. All of their lips look super weird. <laughs> Everyone's face looks very puckered and dry. Okay, can we bring up the art? Because I mentioned it yeah, months I ago when I said, 
I'm surprised that they're going with Len Francis Yu, who's done X-Men so many times. And he is a fine artist. He's not one of my favorites. And all of you were like, well, no, he's great. You need just to get over the it. The faces are weird. But so, yeah, I, I like it a lot. That. Beyond the faces, if I could just bring up the art, would be... <laughs> <laughs> Did I have, liked it. Have we brought up the art? It is. Uh, you're right, though. He draws mouths. I never noticed it while I was reading it. But I, but I feel like panel, he draws the males totally differently but, from the well, females. The not, females look totally different than it's that. It's only the extreme close-ups yeah. where it's a real... But of the, the females, like, look how close no, uh, no, Rachel no, no. is, and she looks good. But the women are... The men are pouty, but their like, lips look like they're dry. It's because, it's because they don't have <laughs> lipstick like, on. But it looks like they're like dry and like burned out. That, that's why it's like, different. All the women have lipstick on, and therefore they don't look like that. Uh, one other weird thing that I was actually annoyed by character-wise, the characterization of Young Cable. I loved it. I did not like it. I to me, that. it made it seem like he, like from our introduction to him, he's a guy who will take yes. order. He'll take control. He'll do what he believes is right. He's not gonna like this. Made him like very childish, and I, maybe they're trying to reset his personality. I think they're trying to reset it, but uh, I mean, he's never I agreed. I didn't think mommy. this was right either. Uh, so here's my interpretation of why I, I I think it could work is he put on the front of being I'm just as yes. tough as old man Cable or like oh, the yeah. older Cable, but like when he's reunited with his parents, like he gets to be a kid again. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, never really dealt with this version. Of his he's mother. never like and like you know he grew up in the far future with the Ascani and like you know slim and red like left. You know, years ago, uh, when he was growing up, that's uh, Scott and Scott and Gene, and now he has them back. And like, let's say this version of Cable is like sixteen, seventeen years old, maybe. Yeah. Like, it he's still a kid. I, I would have loved it if in if what had happened was he, what had happened was yeah. <laughs> if he he shouted, "Can I swap guns?" Then we saw a panel where he actually swaps guns, and then he gets a confirmation of yes. So like he does oh he's that. like doing it anyway right but he oh. still does this like kind that. of like That's childish fair. thing I I will say so yeah. I started finally leading up trying to catch up for Crisis on Infinite Earths started the Arrowverse the seasons from last year yeah okay. and that's this whole plot line is precisely the what you just described is exactly how Flash and his daughter is working yeah and it's like granted they're not gonna do these fucking like episodes of the week but like. She is such a fucking dumb bitch because she's like turned into a 12 year old. Like, I think she's supposed to be like probably 16, 18 on the show, but she's turned into a gigantic baby because so the twist is that like he's dead in the future or missing in the future. Right. And she's just like, I need this time back. So everyone's treating her like the child. But I'm like, bitch, you're like 18 years old. Like, you know, you're not, like obviously still a kid, but like grow up a little Wait. bit. But I think it's 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 because of the parental connection. I, I stopped listening. Who are you talking about? Uh, Flash's daughter. <laughs> XS. Oh, okay. I, I thought you were talking too. about Green Lanterns. <laughs> oh, I haven't, not Green, I Green haven't Lantern, Green, Arrow, Green, Arrows. Green Arrows because the there's a new series that's going to be right. her and the both Black Canaries that are going yes, to be so, a new spinoff series. So before we go down this path, let's get back to X-Men. Uh, the, the reason I liked, uh, the other reason I liked uh, Cable talking to, is it Raza? Raza. Raza uh, yeah, with the guns. Long, yeah. It's like it, it's such a, it's yeah. such a meta joke right. because Cable loves his guns, his giant fucking weird ass futuristic like improbable guns, and the fact that you know he talks about uh, Raza talks about having antimatter rounds. It's like oh my Obviously god, so cool. Has antimatter rounds. <laughs> I'm like he's talking it up like yeah, of course I've got that feature. I'm like oh it's so cool. I'm like it's just a very meta joke to me, and I really enjoyed it. Well, I like that. and I think it's I because... wish we got more of Chode. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Making tea. Is it me always do too. You do love a <laughs> you do love a good show. I uh, I do think for the yeah the the small amount of cable I think is good because in really the two series he's been in he's had to be the hard ass whereas at least it's nice that he can like relax and be a normal. So human let's being. talk a little bit about the infographic of the Summers House. So the bedroom. Okay, wait. I've got okay. Tea. First and foremost, we need to talk about <laughs> the numbers. Okay, so it's all numbered because it's Hickman up. But uh, so each there's uh, it looks how many rooms all together. Uh, it doesn't matter. Nine. A, you the, can count. It's not that oh, hard. Yeah, yeah, that was really. I easy. mean, ba- bedrooms. But okay, so all this the is ro- like some super high number. No one, no <laughs> one would be able to know. So uh, all of them are closed except three rooms that are <laughs> open, connecting hotel doors between them, and it's uh, Cyclops. In between them is Gene and Wolverine. Yeah, so this Wolverine. is confirmation, and so oh. they're 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 put in the incorrect order. Oh. It goes yes. 10, yeah. 12, 11. Yeah, Just yeah. why do you think they fucked that up? Wolverine they did that on purpose to make you look at it and go, "Oh, wait, yes. but that I one's didn't no, 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 yeah. Yeah. no." I I think Wolverine's room is actually He's twelve. 11. Oh, so Wolverine's room is and 11. so and so he and Cyclops. No, and this is not true. That this Cyclops, is Cyclops and Wolverine on opposite sides, while Gene is in the middle. No, no, Making no, it's not like that. No, no, I Cyclops and, and away. Yeah, I did originally read it as though one of the men was in the middle, which I was like, "Well, do right. do you remember in that picture? It was them talking, and Cyclops is weirdly like has his hand <laughs> on Wolverine's <laughs> on his, stomach. Like, stomach. I yeah, mean, isn't it odd? Obviously, that that's not the, the way case, that they've but... numbered the rooms on the actual image is out of order. All of the other rooms are yeah, 13, yes. 14, it's very 15. Strange. Yeah. They, I think they did that on purpose. It literally so goes like, 18, 17, 16, at. 13, 14, 15, 11, 12, 10. Makes no, but at least at least it's 16, 17, 18 in some direction. Yeah, oh, right. No. As no, opposed I think, to I 11, Ryan, 12, 10. I think Ryan's <laughs> right. I think they flipped it around so you would see that and say, oh. Oh. Okay. So we also have Vulcan's room, um, Havoc's room. We have an empty room. We have Cable's room. We have an empty room. Ooh, and we have Rachel's Vulcan room. Vulcan and Havoc are definitely Do you think banging. they're possibly holding Polaris's room I, open? Okay, so I've watched Twins. So. so Polaris said she didn't want to go to the Summer's house, so I think, which sounds like a show on MTV. I, th- I, I think it's Bravo, actually. Anyway, but... Um, like, there's a room right next to Havoc, so that's probably Polaris's. Who's the other room, you think? It's empty right probably now? Probably Kitty. <laughs> I hate her. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Who else is kind of part of this Who clan? is a quasi- Adam X. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Save him bit. Or, or yeah, we remember we have other kids possibly. Havoc and Polar. I mean, Havoc and Vulcan could it be a new brother that they're dealing with. Who knows? Yeah, Adam X. Um, Yeah. Uh, it was fun. It was stupid. I liked um, it. It was. It really brought it back to it being a family, a literal family this time. Like you, a you haven't, you haven't seen the X Men interact like this, especially like Gene Scott having a kid. You haven't seen any interplay like this in. 20, 30 yeah, yeah, yeah. We've all seen the movies, right? Well, and we're getting back That's to. Really I think it. we're getting back to soap opera, which is really nice. Yeah. Because I think what we were stuck with, especially for the past two years with Resurrection, we were stuck with uh, Arrowverse type show, where like everything had to have giant cliffhangers. <laughs> Speaking of soap opera, can we talk about the, s- the soap, soap in yeah. K- on Krakoa? That's yeah. the most ah! important part. Love it because it's so good. It, it continues the weird. Expansion of culture yeah. of Krakoa. Yeah, I think it's fantastic. They they do just look like little dupes that they're just spewing out. Yeah. Just little dupe dicks. I, I like that they had. Dupe they dicks. originally had biodegradable or like edible, like utensils plates. and plates. So I was like, I wonder what that was all. So about. Uh, before we move on, 
I want to talk about the schedule of the new releases. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because the next X-Men title is coming out a month from now. Do you guys feel like that's going to be way too long? How do you feel about like that the fact what, that it's like oh, X, it normally is? But it's been normal. It's, no. it's usually a monthly schedule anyway. We're just we've just gotten used to Hawks and Pox being weekly. I mean this. The, the, thought, this is all weekly. I thought well, gold for, and yeah, blue this, were like I know I know but twice twice every month. Well, that they, was that was a shitty choice. They it was bad. they uh, they made that change, but initially it was monthly, and then they ended up doing it biweekly, like a little. You're bit just later used to well. It's because you started with this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That does all make right. me sad though. Like that's like. But a I do think it's content, also, but probably much better. I also think it's just one big story and to yeah. being told from different yeah. aspects. So we yeah. are having a different X book every week, and I really like that. So what came with the physical form of the comic were these, basically these cards Ooh. for each of the story, each of the the different Gimme series. This. I want, and it also came with a translator for um, Krakoan language. Oh. oh, and on the back of the card, it's cool. Um, it, it tells you who's on the team. Yeah. Yeah. So, so this one has, and you can actually, it's, it, it's uh, you, this is definitely something really good. This translator the codex, one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm holding on this. Sorry, folks. All right. Well, so make sure I could literally just scan it and put it on the thing. But are you going to uh, translate everything for us now? I transla- translated one, but I forgot what it was. Great. I actually uh, wish they would have awesome been, cipher. I wish yeah. they would have. Uh, it couldn't have been that hard. I feel like to get a do an app, and so. Like where you hover your phone over the comic or something, and then it like oh, translate yeah. it. That, that would have been, been really fun. cool. Uh, the there, oh, I did read that. They did some a uh, little bit of a preview images of Marauders, and they've got a scene of Emma talking to Kitty, mm-hmm. and basically trying to convince Kitty to like lead the team, and says, "Look, think of the wardrobe, Kitty. And I've mm-hmm. seen you wear some shitty clothes, including the one with roller skates. Do you remember the one with roller <laughs> yeah. skates? Uh, those, it's just I'm really excited for those Marauders big now. Sleeves too. Yeah. Oh. and the art looks great on Marauders, by the way. <laughs> I know. I was. Really I was the only first. one to support it at first. I thought it looked too cartoony at first. My head hurts. Um, okay. Ready for that swashbuckling adventure. Spooky October. It's our spooky October. That was my lead into spooky October. Oh, yes. It's no, a, oh, no, wait. And now it's tubular bells. spooky October. This week, as a part of our spooky October, we're going to quickly do a roundtable on the X Men and what comics we think they would wear for Halloween. No, no, they're wearing comics. They're wearing comics, Caitlin. <laughs> um, I think that Cyclops and Jean Grey would show up. I think they'd be big fans of Game of Thrones, the final season, and they would show up to a party dressed as Jon Snow and Ygritte. Oh, God, you're right. Yeah, Ygritte wasn't even in the final season. I know. No. But they would still show up yeah. to the party. They're, they're not fun. The, no. That's why they had to add Wolverine into their thruple because they are so boring together. Yeah, Cyclops goes. Big Bang Theory is not a bad show. It's pretty good. It lets me know when to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and they talk about comic books. <laughs> um, what would Storm dress as? Okay. Whatever it is, okay. she looks great. I think she would dress as an older version of Storm. <laughs> it would. All I could She's think like, of I'm is I'm seventies like, well, me. All I could think of is she would just always choose like other goddesses throughout other things. She and dresses, just dresses as an employee. Oh, what a, a She's dressing as Diana Ross. Move on. What about Beyonce and Lemonade? I think she would j- just show up in that. Or Diana Ross. Yeah. Or 70s. Diana Ross. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. It's Diana Ross. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, what would the mutant Diana Ross show up? As? <laughs> Donna Summer. Yeah. Uh, what would Nightcrawler be? 
pirate. It's I a, immediately thought Errol Flynn because they literally in the previous ones he wanted to be Errol Flynn so Flynn. badly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or Zorro. Robin Hood. Oh, he could do Zorro. Zorro. Well, that's what I'm Robin. saying. I don't want him to be the pirate version of Errol Are Flynn. I'd want him to be the Robin, the Hood. Robin Hood version. Are there uh, any other f- famous blue characters outside of? He'd show up as Beast. Mystique. Oh, if he did, if Nightcrawler did drag, he'd do a really good Mystique. Uh, no, he'd show up as what are the uh, drag of your mother? Yeah, that's Tobias Funke as one of the blue. I like that. You have to shave his head. Iceman would just be thoughty the whole time, and you'd be like, just come on. You're not a you're, snake. You're naked. Yeah, he's like, slutty, I th- I'm a slutty snake. He yeah. would do the Britney Spears snake oh, costume. That you, you know the anything but clothes parties. Yeah. He I shows up to- wearing just like a block of ice around his dick. Yeah. And he's like, anything but clothes. And you're like, fuck you, Ice I want yeah. he and Pyro to go as Snow Miser and Heat Miser from A Year Without a Santa Claus. That would be cute. Actually, uh, I think Mr. Sinister would kill Halloween. Oh, like, yes. What would he oh, yeah. wear? That bitch is in full drag. Okay, here's exactly you know. what he'd do. Yeah. He would send clones of himself in different costumes and yes. see which got the best response then murder the one that got the best response <laughs> and then win that one I think he would be the entire like Tudor line of queens like every one of his clones would be like a different like oh, monarch I like that yeah Cable might just be like Terminator and everyone's like come on no 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 time cop yeah, yeah. time cop uh, what would Mojo do uh oh. Uh, Job of the Hut done. That's easy. Yeah. Uh, I think Wolverine wouldn't show up in a costume, but he'd be wearing like jeans and a white uh, wife beater. Yeah. And people would assume he's some character, and he's like, "I'm not some fucking character." He's like, "I'm not wearing a costume." They're like, "Great costume, great costume." He would yeah. do his like cowboy he, look. He yeah. wins a costume contest. Yeah. <laughs> no, Wolverine. He's wa- a character from True Blood. He's amazing. <laughs> okay. Well, let's pick some. Let's do. I really want um, anal. To, to What's he gonna do? I want okay, him to, Clark, we to get like it. You get all some... his friends to be the Golden Girls. Uh, oh, like, yeah. yeah, like yeah, Quentin Quire would be uh, would be a Dorothy for sure. Totally, but Rockslide's like Sophia, and it makes no sense. <laughs> no, no, Rockslide has to be Rose because he's a fucking they, idiot. They yeah. all show up. There's there's That's too glob. many of them, so several of them are repeating. No, no, yeah, yeah Glob Herman, Glob Herman Herman's has Rose. to be Rose. Glob Herman's Rose. Who be Blanche? Blanche would be well. No, anal has to be one of them. So I think he would he would take Blanche because he wants to be a Blanche, Blanche. but he can't yeah. be. Who would be the Dorothy then? Uh, Quentin Quire. Dor- oh, Quentin. Maybe Rock- armor. Rock slides a freak show. He can be Sophia. Yeah. See, that would make no sense, and I love that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Emma Frost would go as Marilyn Monroe in Diamonds Are Girls' Best Friend. Mm. Uh, the or material. Oh uh, yeah, I like that. Yeah. She would slap the shit out of you if she heard that. Kayla. I want her to go as a different but, white queen. I want her to go like the one from the Chronicles of Narnia. I want her to be to say, yeah, that oh, white queen. Oh, the yeah, from yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, she could do a good Cersei if she wanted to fuck up their couple. Yeah. Or uh, what's her face from Lord of the Rings? Oh, the white, uh, yeah, that Seba- the white elf. Or Sebastian whatever. Shaw would just go as a buccaneer because that's what his fucking stupid clothes are all the time. That's true. <laughs> Uh, we get it. They're oh, all unimaginative. What, what would Apocalypse do? Oh, he he's not dressing he up. He would dress up as Thanos. <laughs> That's a great idea. <laughs> no, he he doesn't want to admit what, that. What if he was like, I'm Cleopatra, and he's like, because I because I know her. I knew, like I, she was. Did I tell you I'm from Egypt? I, like I'm from, I, e- I'm from have Egypt. Have I mentioned yeah. that I know yeah. Cleopatra? Like yes, Apocalypse. Oh, I get what, it. What would fa- uh, what would Magneto go as? I called him Magneto almost, but <laughs> what would Magneto? I think by saying I almost called him Fagnito, you called him Fagnito. I know. <laughs> yeah. You bigot. Anyways, uh, this bit is ruined. Yeah, I yeah, know. you went too long. Kalen's homophobia. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. All yep. right. What's yeah. next? Oh, he would sh- I want to see him shave his head and go as Professor X. 
Ah, yeah, just a troll. They uh, would they would do a, 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 a buddy costume. Yes. One All right, Adam, zero. do the sounds. It's a news, 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 flash, flash, flash. We got some news. That's so a great like, sound box we have. You just press those buttons and those things come out. Yeah, it's, it's my voice. <laughs> Can you press it? Adam, press it again. Time. All right. That's the news flash button. Here yeah. we go. go. <laughs> well, it's broken. It's got it's a delay. News flash. I thought it was one sounder. So it's one on sounder. We got a little bit of unsubstantiated information about phase two titles uh, for Dawn of X. And not sure how much to believe, but one of the artists from Captain Marvel is supposed to be doing a book called X Core. And what's her name? Her name is. Uh. <laughs> Carmen Carrero, <laughs> Carmen Carnero it's from a, Drag Race. Carmen no. Carmen Carrero, yeah. Carmen San Diego. That's no, where it's, she's it's X Corp because it's short for X Corporation. Yeah. yeah, right. So that you said X Corp. It could be X Corp, but yeah, it, <laughs> what, I, but it's short for X Corporation. Yeah, but they don't, they don't, they, nobody says Corp. They say Core. So what happened to the X Corp from? The Morrison it? run, yeah, they never really revisited it after him. <laughs> it just Not, sort of, it sort of it just like went kept away. making money. Well, then they did a different version of it with Banshee in Uncanny X Men, where they were almost like neo Nazis. It was really that shitty. was the first run. Oh God, Joe Casey got run? his throat yeah. cut in that. Yeah, yeah. did. Is yeah. that how he died? But no. um, oh. Vulcan killed him. Actually, oh, I have no idea what it'll <laughs> oh, be. Yeah. cute old Vulcan, oh, oh, slutty God. Vulcan. So we know that there's going to be a Moira book. Yeah, uh, as well. Uh, there is going to be uh, what we know about the Wolverine book, and uh, then also a book about resurrection and how they may go wrong, which sounds super fun. Actually, I'm surprised that that gets its own book. And Why couldn't just be inter? It just could okay. be intertwined so in some of the other books. Of the I'll, five? Give, I'll give you the pitch. Maybe. I'll give you the pitch. Why it's a good. All right. All these characters that have been dead for years are just coming back. So they have to meet all the X-Men that they didn't know about. They get all these reunions, but also they have to catch up to current society. So it's kind of cool. They're doing cocaine. So they don't, like, half of these Generation X kids that are dead don't even know how, like, a smartphone works. You know what I mean? I think it's interesting. <laughs> I what? think it would be fun if it was, like, a procedural. Like, they try and bring someone back, and then they just show yeah, why it's do. an abysmal failure. And they keep trying to bring people back, but it just never works. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like that idea. I don't know if it can sustain a book. I'm with Kaylin on that. It seems like it should be like a weird issue. Like it's almost it an annual. It like a it's 12 a total issue. annual thing. Or, or it's a storyline yeah. at most. Um, I mean, it's a welcome back. Cotter? No. <laughs> <laughs> I avoided that. Who, I would love it. Who plays the John, John Travolta character? It would be really fun if what they did was just they brought back a bunch of different people and then over the course of the book, you learn that they brought them back all at the same time. And that oh, you could yeah. have noticed that, like, oh, this person's story kind of continued on later. That's, this person got fucked up. That's totally like a plot of that Netflix show, I think. If there's, like, a show where a bunch of people resurrect from the dead. And they're like, oh, well, no, what Glitch. Do we do now? Glitch yeah. is the worst. The third <laughs> season just came out. And I, I literally just watched the last 10 minutes of the last episode because the show's so bad. Did you watch how much of the other show? Did I watched you? the first two seasons oh, okay, all the way got through. It. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, we do. <laughs> but it's so just bad. the last 10 minutes of season three. Yeah. Well, I just want to know what happened to all these pieces I of shit. I was like, that tracks. Do you One want of, me to spoil it? Sh- oh, sure. Everyone, spoilers. They all decide to walk into a forest fire. Oh, and kill themselves? Yeah. Well, now I have to watch that show. What what was this, in California? 
No. It's just set there. Oh. Very weird. It's in Australia. Florida. It's in Australia. South Florida. No. <laughs> no, that's no. Not, that sounds so right. Living was just, just not enough. No, it was like the fact that they were alive again is fucking up the world or something. It didn't. Who cares? What a glitch. Uh, <laughs> so uh, we know, we think that Vita uh, Ayala may be one of the writers, and they said so at FlameCon a yeah. couple months ago. Um uh, they said that uh, Hickman wants them to to be one of the writers for uh, Wave Two, which is great. Uh, Leah Williams, who did one of the Age of X Men miniseries, not one of our favorites, but uh, could be one of the writers. She is talented. I hope um, you know outside of the context of Age of X Men, that could be really good as well. And then Chip Zdarsky, I think, <laughs> joked about yeah. doing a book, and it's like one of the Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> um, I'm just gonna let that no. go. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, yeah, he joked about getting a book, but. Who knows? Hickman's probably like, yeah, okay, I can see that. We'll give you a book. Yeah. Um, mm. I hope they're all. I have. The, I hope they have fifty X books. I love X books. Uh, so X number one. I was number so one seller. I, I do X-Men. like that they're doing <laughs> waves too, because that means I'm assuming some things will wrap up, or does that mean they'll take over these titles? Like, what does that mean by wave? Um, I mean, so six issues for this run, uh, for this first wave, and then six issues for the next one. 12 books is a lot of books for any line. So there might be some that are like um, just sort of like 12 issues and then they sort of wrap up. How could they keep that fucking new Psylocke one around? Fallen Angels. Because I'm going to read it. Quanon. Oh, but that's right. It's not even the Psylocke. No, that's what I'm saying. It's the stupid ninja Psylocke. We shall see. All the writers seem jazzed. They they came out with a bunch of interviews this week and they all seem super happy about their team and like who what they're writing gonna about. Be good. And it feels like a brand new world, they say. Do, do they ever say this is gonna fucking no, the, suck? <laughs> well, Google. I'm doing this right in his head all the time. Everyone that's working on these projects think it's gonna be great. Yeah. <laughs> True. I just uh, love working with my co stars. They're amazing. <laughs> we become we become a family. We're <laughs> really close, yeah. you might say. I can't um, X Men number one is number one on the monthly sales chart. Yeah. Which that hasn't happened with the next book since Whedon, maybe. Oh, yeah, sounds right. Um, in other <laughs> staffing news, uh, <laughs> Kevin Fe- Feige uh, is taking over as Marvel chief creative officer. So he is over all of the creative, not just Marvel Studios now. So that includes obviously Marvel Studios, the movies. That includes all television. By Jeff Lowe. and yeah, fuck him and comic publishing. So that's huge. It is. Uh, I'm excited and nervous. Same. Uh, it's a lot. The movies and TVs, great. Yeah. You know what you're doing. The comics. He's uh, not going to fuck with it. I, I, I think he's going to have a. They already have series that attach. To, I just think he's going to have more series that attach to the, co- yeah. the to movies. I don't. He's not going to do anything with They'll the like actual straight up. I, I do. Well, okay. No, I, I just. Yeah, I hope so. I hope they don't get so synergistic. Synergy. That's What's right. the word? They have Synergistic. to read the comics Synergistic. in order to fully Synergy get the movies. Well, that and or like the comics resemble the movies completely. The only and like they, yeah, and well, like that's what I'm no saying. Separation. They're going to have their own version, their own not universe. They're going to yeah. With that in mind, they, they can, have to. They'll come, totally have their own universe. With, with that in mind, they have to come up with creative ideas through the comics, and then they put that the is screen. what fuels them. I mean, this is a good way to make people want to read those comics, so then they'll read the other comics. I hope so, because yeah. what I'm most afraid of is, I think, what Kalen's getting at, which is the idea that all of the like money-making characters in the MCU on both television and like movies, people love seeing those people. So we need to give them 
even in the world that they're not inhabiting. Like, I don't think people are like desperate to have MCU comics. Right. What I do know that they would do is like, and you've actually seen it if too. If they're necessary to to get more of the story, then yes. But that's not what I'm saying. What I'm thinking is they're going to be like, people love the Captain America or love the Captain Marvel. Let's get her. Like, I mean, I'm naming these characters are already part of these giant like universes already in the comics. I just worry that they're going to cut out side characters in order to focus on just the money-making ones in TV and Here's my and movie. my biggest fear, and this is probably in the long term, is they do their version of the X-Men and the MCU, mm-hmm. and it's got to be simpler than what Hickman has done. Right. Um, and then eventually Marvel makes the comics version of the X-Men look like whatever the cinematic right. version is. And I know it's a few years away. We have no idea what the cinematic version is. I'm just speculating, and I'm just a little concerned about it. I could be completely off, and I he's, hope I am. He's He's been deep diving for years. The Guardians weren't anything before. True. He's going to stick with these weird... He's going to bring True. weirdo characters. Sure, <laughs> but now there's a Guardians TV show that mimics all of the stuff. For, like It's not the same universe. The storylines aren't interconnected, and I think that's what they're probably going to do. But everything has been massaged or homogenized so that what you see, whether even if it's different universes and different stories, it's vertical integration. The te- exactly. The teams you see are the exact same people you see in every other medium, no matter where you watch so, them, even if they're different. Yeah. If you watch the movie, stream it on Disney Plus, uh, watch it on ABC, watch it on Hulu and pick up the comic, it's all the same character. From a business standpoint, that makes a ton of sense. Right. From somebody who's been reading these books for a long time, it just gives me a little bit of pause. Because how else do you sell product? I, and that's all they want to do. I think that no matter what, as long as the MCU exists, it's going to reshape the way the characters are. Yeah. The degree to which uh, Feige is involved in actually actively implementing that, I think is a, you know, it's a legitimate concern. But I think his mentality is more farming rather than like reshaping like finding he's well, he gems. wants to allow that creative force to exist so that he can farm it for the movies because yeah, i right. do not think the customer base of moviegoers is anything like the customer base of comic readers who go to movies but here's the the positive and the negative aspect of it once robert downey jr started playing iron man everybody started writing iron man in the comics yes. like him and i right. think that was smart it worked well uh, the flip side of that, and this is a point that Clark has made before, is Star-Lord has, was written a certain way, oh, yeah. and then Chris Pratt's yep. interpretation of him is a very different version. I think that's the the, the most noticeable the one best. for yeah. me. Yeah, so, you know, uh, I don't mind the Chris Pratt version of Star-Lord, but he is not the comic version of Star-Lord, and the people who are huge fans of the comic right. version of Star-Lord are like, this isn't the yeah. same character. I- and so, like, that, then, then because they need integration... Uh, they are going to try to write the character in the same way that the actors Precisely. portray them. I, I think that's going to happen no matter what. Yeah. It's going to happen I, faster now, though, with the chief creative I officer think who sees it all. the bigger concern is now that he is in charge of all these parts, what happens when he leaves? So someone else is either going to be put into that position mm. without his vision, him specifically, right. or they're going to split them up again, and it's going to be chaos, and it's not going to be the same... It's not going to be someone who I think is pretty reliable at producing good content and understanding why people like the comics versus the movies. Yeah, that's. I think that that could happen in any in any sort of creative uh, position. What's interesting is DC tried this uh, chief creative officer with Jeff oh, yeah. Johns, who wrote comics, got into TV and movies, 
Uh, and it wasn't quite as successful because I don't think John's is as talented I mean, as it's DC Kevin too. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. It's not just it's not necessarily just Damn. the characters because I, I like the characters. It's just the interpretations haven't been as cohesive uh, or as intelligently as done as Marvel's ha- have been. I mean, they had I to create just... a new Nick Fury. Yeah, that was tough. Yeah, well, they did. On, uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, yeah, I, they did to make I, it. I, I, I think they won't touch it too much. I think he's going to let them be a little bit. And I think he might even say swing for the fences because we need to make movies after <laughs> after these. Yeah, anyway. I do like. So go with some big, crazy ideas and we I'll make the movie if it's good enough. Right. Yeah, so I, like, cool I do like Clark, your, your take, both of your takes on it, which is that. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're, we're fucking chop liver. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> we'll go yeah. fuck you're ourselves. Trash. Just um, the idea that you're generating ideas. The, the one thing. Creating I, concepts for new movies. Brent definitely said that. Yeah, but. But Clark said it first. Yeah, but uh, Clark, I farmed it from Clark. Clark said it yeah, first, yeah, yeah. and then Ryan made closed the point out. So I think they both. So get you were stuck you in the middle. The one thing I think that we can all agree on is he's gonna get rid of all the fucking TV because that shit sucks. I agree. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Goodbye, Hellstrom. Bye, Runaway. They really Good should bye. not yeah. have that. Yeah. Oh. Sayonara. Cloak, cloak, and drag her. Uh, that I'll watch. Um, so uh, moving on from Marvel, Netflix has announced that they're going to do a animated adaptation of Bone, which is one of my favorite fantasy Me series too. of all time. Yep. Why don't you both talk about that? What Take is it, it to the Bone so, Corner. Uh, the, the high concept is: What if Walter Walt Disney uh, did Lord of the Rings? Ooh, it's you haven't re- read it? It's yeah. so good. It's it is amazing. So good. Um, I have. I have, the, I have all of them. It. Yeah. Yeah. I've, <laughs> and I've got, got the spinoff books and the preview of the later comics yeah it's it's just uh i don't want to go f- too far into the details of what it is but it is a very uh epic storyline but told in a very sweet and cute way nice. um i really really like it if you guys ever want to borrow my copy you know what's not to. sweet and cute batman you know what's not batman so, Batman's cuddly sorry one question about bone is yeah. it one collected work uh yeah it is now okay yeah That's it, it is it is now. There's a black and white That's version and a about. color yes. version. It's I, so good. It is very well done. And the now is, let's talk about Batman. Batman. Um, so some Batman news. Uh, Paul Dano Batman. is in talks uh, to play uh, the Riddler. The Riddler. I like this. I like this a lot. I love too. Paul Dano. Paul yeah. Dano. Yeah. <laughs> Paul Dano was in uh, There Will Be Blood. And what other movies was he in? I don't fucking know. He was know, in but uh, Swiss Army Man. Yes. Okay, yeah. We've never seen like a really good uh, smart movie take. I, I actually don't hate uh, the Riddler from Bat- Batman and Robin. Jim Carrey? I think it's pretty Batman funny. Forever. But yeah. Batman Forever. That, sorry. That bodysuit. It's, it's over the <laughs> body, top body, and body stupid. Suit. But to see a really cool, creative one would be really interesting. I would want to see that. Well, this a Batman that's a uh, Riddler that's actually smart. Yeah. Yes. Nice. Well, well this, the animated version is yeah, great. Yeah, great. Well, and I think this is also what I'm excited about. This is like one of those, I mean, besides maybe Civil War. There hasn't really been villains that have to win with their mind versus their body. Yeah. So it's like really cool to watch him gonna like just fuck shit yeah. up, which I think also, is like a really good. No one is as smart as Batman. So if he even rivals him, that's really cool to right. see. Right. Mysterio. Uh, Mysterio is a good <laughs> smart villain. Yeah. He still had laser beams in some capacity. Uh, ki- Killmonger. Killmonger. Oh, but Kill- Killmonger was still a fucking buff ass motherfucker. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. He's a buff uh, ass bitch. But uh, He's a buff the ass uh, bitch. Scott Snyder run of Batman, uh, that, that was the uh, not the most recent run, but the one right before it, used Riddler so effectively as an antagonist. Uh, yeah. Like, if they 
use that as uh, as the inspiration, I, I'm going to be very happy. And even in uh, the Arkham Knight series, uh, or I guess <gasps> the Arkham yeah, series. Yeah, I was, was just thinking act, that. Yeah. They, he's like, he's involved in everything. He's always a side mission, but he yeah. runs all these challenges that are it's very fun, well done. Yeah. Let's retire the Joker yes. and Rachel Ghoul yes. and even Bane. Yes. Although there is a funny uh, side joke in this season of Big Mouth with uh, Joker and Bane. Brent, do you have anything to say about Bane being retired? Nope. Oh, come on. Give us a little sample. Uh, By the way, (laughs) did you guys know that Zoe Kravitz is in talks to be Catwoman? Yes. That's exciting. Well, did you really know it or are you just saying (laughs) you did after Like a week ago, there was news that they were looking for a Zoe Kravitz Kravitz type. (laughs) And I was like, why don't they just have (laughs) Zoe Kravitz? That's like, like a Bojack Horseman that's joke. That's so weird. I need a Bojack Horseman type. That's ridiculous. How about just Bojack Horseman? That's uh, so let's funny. Let's get uh, Paul Giamatti. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. And also a news that I love about... I'm This Batman sh- shaping out to be really cool. And my favorite news was that Jonah Hill is out. Good. Fuck him. Good. I, yep. I don't want to see you in a Batman. Why, with me. Why, why are you so angry about it? I just don't like him. I don't like him. And I don't like him. <laughs> What? <laughs> All right, fine. Yeah, you can. You cannot like. Him do you like Jonah Hill? I think he's a he's a good actor. I think he's <laughs> in good. In what? Wolves in, of Wall Street. Yeah, I great. Yeah, just I mispronounce the names of any movie. He's yeah, in. It sounds stupid. Done. So, wait, done, wait, done, what, done. What's done. that university movie? Was um, oh god, somebody except, try my except, wiener. Except, ask me about my wiener. Ask me about my wiener. That's from accepted. Um, god yeah, our it. sound system's broken, but I'm gonna try this again. Skip intro. Sorry, I stole your joke, Ryan. So Titans season two, episode six. Connor, I think it was called. Connor. Yeah. Connor. But I hardly know her. Um, so I thought this was probably the best episode of the season, and it's still pretty mediocre. It's the only watchable I, episode of this season. Hey, shut up. The show's not that bad. I like guys. it. Everything else is terrible. Whatever. It's sorry. really not that bad. Someone, it's not bad. It's just, it's it, just okay. Uh, it was very much a throwback, I think, to a season one episode where it was much more thoughtful, like trying to get in on the character. I thought the woman who played the scientist was a little bit... I wish she was like old. I almost saw this punchable like, this could, in the face. This could easily yeah. be a movie. Uh, okay. I, I wish she was what? like a, she was Jesus. terrible. I actually wish she was a little bit older because I thought Ryan she like had Crow a lot of good to hit women. <laughs> but, I know, but she, she needed, was. She needed to have gravitas. Yeah. And she seemed really young. Yeah. Like, if Meryl Streep was in that role, she'd oh, kill her. I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, excellent episode. I liked it. It's definitely as I start because I started the Arrowverse stuff. I'm like, oh Jesus Christ, this is bad. So Titan, I have a newfound appreciation for Titans, especially after Kaylin, this episode. You're not two people. Why don't you recap what happened in the episode? <laughs> uh, so it uh, flashes back to when Connor Kent, uh, we don't really know his name, he just picks his name, uh, escapes from Cadmus Labs, and he takes a dog with him named Crypto. We find out that he is a combined clone of Superman and Lex Luthor. Um, the Lex Luthor's like henchman uh, led by Mercy, who is a character introduced in the animated series. Oh. Uh, she was like his Harley, kind yes, of. Yes. Uh, like she was his chauffeur slash bodyguard. Uh, and they cast her. Oh, in that's this. the fucking bitch with like the laser arm and the co- and the cartoon, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, right, yeah. I like that. Um, so they go hunting after him, including the scientist from Cadmus, who was responsible for his creation. Um, Eve. Uh, Connor has memories of both uh, the Kent farm and as well as Luther's family. He has epigenetic memories. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he knows uh, He knows what nu- uh, nuclear fission is. He read is, the Wikipedia article about nuclear fusion. But he doesn't know what consequences are, hey, by the way. He, he has epigenetic knowledge. Isn't that different? 
Uh, and then he keeps calling her mom. I uh, doesn't know what money is. I may have stroke. <laughs> I may have stroked over, but stroked so over. he went to go to the. He remembered the Clark Farm, but it turned Kent out Farm. Kent Farm. But it turned the Clark Farm. But it turned out that you know what I've Le- got one. But Lex Luthor also lived in that farm area, or that was something that I just like completely. That was over. very Smallville. It's very That's what Smallville. I thought, right? Yeah, okay. they were like, they say, they're like just combining no, a bunch I of shit. I think he thought he remembered the, the Clark Farm, but he actually remembered. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it's it. It's not the Clark Farm. Yes, yeah. but they no, but they mention he mentions about his friend Clark or whatever. Yeah, yeah. The because yeah. the because the Clark Farm is farther <laughs> down the road. Because it is small. Yeah. Though. Was, That's what I was wondering. He was at the Lex just, Farm. I was confused. Well, they even that. said that uh, <laughs> Clark Clark and uh, Lex were friends when right. they were kids. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. They both That's had what I, I, yeah. I thought. Yeah. I like, so heard Smallville. that. I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, yeah. this is ridiculous. I mean, it was basically uh, a mashup of Smallville and the beginning of Young Justice mm, uh, when uh, yes. Connor breaks out of uh, Cadmus's Cadmus. labs. Yeah. So it, uh, who, I think Ryan, you suggested, or maybe uh, Adam suggested uh, in the last episode. When Jason Todd was falling to his death, yeah. that Superboy would come and save oh, him. You said that. I, think. Uh, yeah. I thought it might have been Starfire, but uh, you were right. Ryan it was predicted. You know what the most upsetting thing about this episode was when we first meet Eve. It looks like she's walking like she's got a dick up her ass, <laughs> like she's walking slowly, and also like her gait is very like just it's fucking messy. It's like a cowboy's wandering. She was. Down the- I don't know why they play. I mean, I I so that's why I thought it would have been better if she was played by an older because I could see this as an actual movie, and I was like, it'd be so it's- nice at the scientist was actually an alcoholic older woman like i think that would like really build her character a lot more where instead they're just like clean yourself up from your night of fucking even though you weren't supposed to be <laughs> that's why in. i kind of like it, it though was so it's weird. so bizarre it yeah it's so like so weird drunk 26 year old is <laughs> <What>? creating a <laughs> someone her own age why was she trying to both be his mother and trying to fuck him. his girlfriend. It was so weird. That's why I liked it. Welcome it's, to wait, Oedipus. I, I honestly did not get any "I want to fuck you" vibes. No, no, no I, 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 I was very maternal. I think anytime you're around that guy, you give up. Like, no, well, someone he, feels. Uh, that. When he was walking around naked, I was like, "All right, cornfed." Okay, early <laughs> ass. We want to see some early <laughs> ass in this show. A um, big stupid piece. He's of He's got a mind of a two-year-old. And though. then also, um, also when he caught, uh, he caught Robin in the air, and they landed on the car, and they, he was like. Well, thank you. I just wanted like Sean Cody to show up in the bottom left corner. <laughs> That's funny. Also, Crypto's the best, and we love, love Crypto. Do, do you love when Crypto the gets the yeah, No, no, no. Oh. The rocket. The when rock. Crypto gets the like the rocket. <laughs> it back through the window. It looked awful. It looked like Scooby Doo, so like the 2003 stupid. version. It was funny. I part, laughed. It was so dumb. The, he aimed the fucking rocket back at the guy, and the guy literally exploded. Like it is the <laughs> most violent what? death. I've seen in the uh, wild. And then, so the end of the episode, uh, <laughs> Superboy gets shot, and then Crypto gets taken. Do we think it's by Deathstroke or by Mercy? We saw Mercy we, do it. Was, it. Was it Mercy? Yeah. Yeah. She had the uh, kryptonite bullets. Yeah, yeah, she oh, was loading that's right. that yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I, I think there were a lot of really good, interesting scenes that I actually liked a lot. Yeah, the yeah. action's good. I did like yeah. the uh, bullets crossing Connor's yes. face yeah. and then he runs to block them because I actually thought they were going to kill yeah. me Lex's too yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the other scene that I the other little shot I liked was when Connor is uh, he dives and forces the guy through the wall and the entire wall explodes it looked like oh that looks like it could have been in a movie what an excellent shot. Yeah. And then he gets the rocket shot at him. <laughs> <laughs> that rocket scene was fantastic. How, I want how, a gif of that. How That's perfect so of it is it a character trait to have the mind of a two-year-old with all the memories of 40-year-olds 
so that you never have to be consistent on what you know. <laughs> yeah, nuclear fission, you know, consequences, you know. Oh, yeah. It was They're so consequential. I like when he stole that woman's purse. That was very funny. Oh, that was the best scene of he the does, episode. But I will but say the guy, the guy who's the actor definitely plays like the aloof very well, probably more so than the serious. Yeah. I just want... A spin-off series where it's just him and Starfire going into space because everything out about this series I yeah. don't like. <laughs> I'd be into that. No, <laughs> that's totally spot it's on. So weird if they'd made that like the rest of the show. Yeah, just you know. <laughs> but what? also Dove is there just go. to go. Oh. No, we don't need Dove, the worst <laughs> actress in the show, the one that has the most experience in in television. You gotta is the stop one that's the worst she's performer. Like the, she's like the abused uh, boxer's wife, and it's like such a terrible character. That's a weird archetype. <laughs> but but it she's, is, except no. she's the but one that's going around slaughtering. But yeah. she's the most empowered. Yeah, when are really you gonna weird. give this up? It's from, there's an SNL like. Uh, but she's not yeah. the one giving it up. Hawk wants her to give it up. I know. That's why it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. yeah. But she's like, <laughs> oh, you want me to quit? I can't quit. I'm sorry. I just pasta so fajoule <laughs> isn't even. How ready. is she both good cop and bad cop? <laughs> Don't you want a little? Baked <laughs> So we also read a few other comics this week. Uh, Absolute Carnage number four, History of the Marvel Universe number four, and Guardians of the Galaxy number 10. History of the Marvel Universe number four was significant for me because it was exactly when I started reading comic books. What uh, year was that, you think? Uh, 1988 okay. was when I officially started Is that, reading that comics. That was like early, like 25. 80s Yeah, well, it was, uh, it was um, <laughs> Inferno is when I really started reading comics. So, um, like, it regularly. Was the, it was the introduction of all the, the biggies the, other than, like, the early ones. Notorious oh. B.I.G., Tupac Shakur. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, um, yeah, didn't give a shit about anything that happens in the history of the Marvel. Whoa. Wow. Well, I just think it just, it's... It's just, like, every page is, like, here's another thing that started... Uh, and just they there's I mean it's really weird to have a follow through. It's not I don't think as well done as Grand Design, where it at least tries to make some small connections between things. Yeah, this just seemed I, like, well I don't think Grand Design was something that every single person was going to read. This is this is what this this is what everything is connecting now. Yeah, this is how everything works in the Marvel universe now. Yeah, it's. I feel like this is more of an encyclopedia, yeah. and Grand Design is more Which of the they interpretation. They used to do amazing encyclopedias in like two thousand. I I have the yeah. entire. Yeah, um. So it's it's not. I don't love it, but it's not a bad book, and this issue specifically hit a lot of nostalgia chords for me. It was solid. And the, art's fine. Be- and the art's beautiful. Oh, the art is stunning. I loved all it's the cool. complexity of it, all the different representations. So that's of it. that's mostly why I'm and kind of into this. It's like, oh, I remember when this happened. It's Secret Wars happened, and then Inferno, and then Operation Galactic Storm, and Age of Apocalypse, uh, Dazzler's so- Arrival, like all the main the points. Big oh, yeah. Stuff. <laughs> yeah. The big three. The, yeah. the <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Guardians of the Galaxy number 10. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy is just a, just a very entertaining book. I love the yeah. young the young Magus. <laughs> like, he's such a yeah. fucking psychopath. His his backstory was like two pages, and he's like, yeah, 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 you get the gist. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. was over it. <laughs> such and, yeah, I killed some people. I also love that Moondragon won't read his mind. Yeah. Like, no, no, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's good. It's just, I still feel bad she, for Rocket. She's great. I really want her in the next iteration of Guardians of the Galaxy when it, like, Come to the MCU to be like really cool and like this cool queer oh. telepath. That I, we I mean, have. she's Drax's daughter, so yeah. they need to find a way to like bring her in that way. It's got to happen. They yeah. said they weren't going to do that. They're He's not. an entirely different character. Boo. Boo. Dude hates it. Um, did this not feel like a just an abnormally short 
issue. It, it went so yeah. short. Yeah, it moved very quickly. I'm like, here's a little bit of backstory about a character, and now they're all together. Well, it's yeah. the same thing. I felt Carnage number four felt really short. Talk about that. Absolute Carnage, right? Yeah, um, absolute carnage. No, if, moderate carnage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mediocre carnage. <laughs> no, I like it. It's. I feel. I'm like, oh shit. There's only one more issue left. It feels uh, like this has gone so fast. That also went fast. So basically, it's they, like it's they started last with, issue. Um, Miles Morales like turned into a whatever the fuck they call it. Thing. Yeah, and symbiote. then and then the next one, he's like, oh no, I'm fine now. Yeah, yeah. He Let got snapped quickly, out of it fast. The Hulk got snapped out of it pretty fast. Well, that was yeah, then, in the same issue. Yeah, and it, it felt like a filler issue a little bit. I, li- right? I mean, I'm still really liking it. Like Donny Cates' characterization is phenomenal, and Ryan Stegman's art is wonderful. It just felt oh, this just felt a little yeah. fillerish. So I'm, I hope the finale is a little bit longer. And Agreed. Gives us, uh, they started really so big, and then they just kind of I, went. I honestly think this felt rushed. Yeah, that's what I'm it, saying. It was like there's all these very big things that are treated as very small. Just so that they can get to the end quickly, yeah. like the revelation that it the that uh, what's his name's machine actually harnesses the symbiotes rather than destroys them. Right. That seems like a big thing. The fact that uh, Carnage is actually absorbing the powers of the hero of the symbiote he takes seems like a big thing. But that was just kind of rushed yeah, through. Well, I feel rushed. like this issue was rushed. The fact that we're reading Venom, I'm reading um shit. What's it called? I don't know. I'm reading another one that has Misty Knight in it. And it feels like it's slow because not slow, but I have all these characters and stuff to work with. Yeah. Well, we've got one more issue of it, and then yeah. do you, do you think uh, Cates is going to be done with with Venom after that? No, he already said he wasn't. Oh, he's not. Oh, okay. good. But Guardians of the Galaxy, he's done after issue yes. twelve, right? And then Al Ewing is going to take over. Yeah, the, the that'll new be number fun. One. It should be good. Yeah, I'm ready for a fresh start with that. So uh, it, next, except for we're getting we're losing Beta Ray Bill from Guardians, but. Donny Cates wants to use him in Thor. Thor, uh, I am, Ooh, which yeah. I am a supporting. Yeah, 100%. I and there's rumors swirling right now that mm-hmm. Beta Ray Bill might be in the next Thor movie. As I'm hundred well. percent into it. I mean, we saw his head like uh, in Guardians. No, yeah, no, uh, no, Ragnarok. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he was one of the champions. Yeah, yeah. Right. So um, next week uh, we'll have the seventh episode of Titans, um, and we're going to have um, what is it? New Mutants number one will be the uh, Grand Donovan. No, it's Marauders. Oh, it's Marauders. Isn't oh, it's Marauders, it? is Marauders number one is is next week, and we're going to have a few other comics as well. And also, uh, we're going to start reviewing Watchmen on HBO, uh, which premieres on Sunday, October twentieth. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. Watch up. Bitches. Absolutely. Uh, we've been Homo Superior. Find us on Twitter at Homo Superior Podcast. On Instagram, Homo Superior X. Well, Brent's been gay and Kaylin's been gay. Oh Clark has been gay yeah. and Ryan's been gay. gay. Adam's been gay. It was Homo Superior. <laughs> <laughs>